0: what's up you guys sean ross app fightful.com here it is uh september 1st 2021 this is the aew dynamite review before we get into this um obviously there is you know a rough situation happening as uh wrestler daphne younger going through some troubles and all that uh i i don't want to add to that speculation i don't want to add to all that do not super chat that please um We're going to hopefully, we're going to, we're going to hope that Daphne gets uh, the help that she needs in order to make things better. And what I don't want is to speculate on that throughout the show. Uh, Emergency services have been uh, informed and have attempted to make contact with Daphne Unger. And that is the latest update that we have is that uh, multiple, uh, multiple have been, uh, dispatched to known locations besides that uh we are not going to be answering super chats about this so i just wanted to say that off the top because i don't want to make this like a speculative thing i don't want to make this i don't want to sensationalize this or anything like that um if you want to head over to my twitter there are a wealth of um suicide prevention uh, measures and uh, numbers and links that you can go to if you are struggling or if you know somebody who's struggling. But uh, please be kind with your comments, and please be kind with just generally just how you're doing because uh, nobody wants to see something like that happen, and we're definitely hoping for the best there. Uh, But we are here to talk about AEW Dynamite. We are uh, talking about, gosh, the the go-home Dynamite before All Out. And, I mean, this was a solid show, but, Robert, I am already starting to feel the stretch yeah. of Rampage. Two weeks in, and I'm already starting to feel it. But even the stuff that I felt it on, there, there were a couple matches specifically, but they did do some interesting stuff with a couple of those. Uh, what did you think of this show in all?
2: this was a solid show. You had tweeted this, actually, a very... A tempered crowd, let's say, for Chicago. I thought it'd be a little more rowdy, but solid show. And I think the parts that were supposed to deliver, delivered.
0: Now, Alex, we know what fans that were there are going to say. Oh, it was loud here. That's how it always is. It's always yeah. way louder in person than it is on TV. And we got really unfortunate news before this show. Yeah. Um, Andrade and Pac is canceled. Ah, uh, due to travel issues, that sucks. So I think they need to book Daniel Bryan against Adam Cole,
3: <laughs> or at least Daniel Bryan, uh, Brian Danielson against Andrade. Like, like have that be the surprise uh, I, opponent
0: or something. I didn't not pay for my ticket to not see <laughs> Cole versus Bryan. I think yeah. is what. Um,
3: what... I, I I the the tweet said one thing. The women's battle royal being moved to the main card, which is which is really cool and good for them. Uh, and then halfway through the tweet, it went from "Hey, that's awesome" to "Oh no, I, I I wanted to see Pac versus Andrade, but I did appreciate that they said it has been it will be moved to a future Rampage." And here's what I want: a sixty-minute Broadway on Rampage, Andrade <laughs> versus Pac. Just let him go the whole hour. it would be so awesome.
2: I'm not opposed to that, but it's interesting that they're saying, let's do that on Rampage. I wonder if that's the Rampage they do from New York City.
0: Oh, man. So uh, there's plenty of stuff to get into, though. Um, My gosh. Brian Doyle says, happy belated birthday, Sean. You all can also wish me a happy belated birthday, and I will greatly appreciate it. By donating a super chat, at the bottom of YouTube.com slash Fightful, it's that little dollar sign down there. We have uh, our, our great moderator, Luis, uh, gathering them and putting them in the back end. NerdGroosh has completely missed Dynamite tonight because of driving through major, major flooding. Uh, made it home just to see the end. Hope it was good. Thank you, Fightful. Yeah, definitely uh, want to send our, our thoughts and love to, to people affected by the hurricane and just inclement weather as a result. Oh man, uh, Daniel R says uh, you guys help my mental health. Thank you. Well, you guys help mine an awful lot too, so I, I greatly appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> but let's go ahead and get into the show. And God, I don't think they could have kicked it off in a better way. FTR, proud and powerful. Alex, as a wise man once said, they are who we thought they were. Yep. This is the match that we had hoped that we were going to see last time in July in Charlotte. And unfortunately we couldn't. And there was no way to prevent what was going to happen there. Like there's no way that they could have prevented it. And it was gross and it was gnarly. And I have no clue if the cash Wheeler fingers not firing off right. Th- I don't know if it's a shoot. I don't know if it's a work. I've been trying to find out. And either way, they sold my ass a ticket on this. Because these dastardly old school sons of bitches, I still felt sorrow for them and remorse for them and emotion for them. And this was fantastic tag team wrestling. And there were little things that happened in this match, Alex. Like FTR go wide. And I'm like, why are they punching like that? And then I'm like, wait a second. They're not punching. They're throwing clotheslines. Because they don't throw close fist punches because they give a shit about the rules. And they're not supposed to throw close fist punches. So they're like little things like that. That I watch and I learn from watching an FTR match, and then Proud and Powerful won. Given that we're heading to New York very soon, I think it's the right call, Alex.
3: Yeah, um, I I was surprised to see when they came out, the uh, FTR's record at nineteen and one, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, oh hell yeah! I mean, like they they don't wrestle very often as a tag team, yeah. uh, but they only lost that one. Um, so they they're, they're very I, I think what you could see uh, if we're seeing if we're seeing a proud and powerful, uh, maybe a tag team title victory in New York, as I think that their their blood feud gets to still be uh, FTR and like maybe the FTR is the one who comes after those titles, maybe takes off them again for their second reign. But um, I, I you'll never get me to root against uh, the former revival like they they made me love tag team wrestling in nxt like i was like i was like okay fine like i'm i'm i was i wasn't like anti-tag team wrestling i was not vince mcmahon but i didn't love it until i watched the revival versus american alpha versus diy and i was like this is the best thing about wrestling is great psychological tag team wrestling and these guys do it like nope like nobody else and coupled with Cash Wheeler almost having to have his damn arm amputated. Like I was rooting for them in spirit, knowing that Proud and Powerful had to get the victory. Mm-hmm. I was still pulling uh, f- f- for-, for for Dax and Cash, and then I loved that they that they got the big rig on him, and it was it was only through that crossbody onto Dax onto the pile, which took out Dax entirely because like he was he looked he was selling like he was concussed rolled barely out of the ring and then it was just cash by himself with effectively one arm against one of the greatest tag teams in the world the the ending the whole match especially but the ending was spot on perfectly placed perfectly done what a great match and and i hope that we don't have to see ftr go to like halftime or whatever like if it's an actual real injury he can't wrestle a lot because i love these guys so much
0: robert this this was a win this was a home run this is this is exactly the type of thing that Dynamite has has come to earn a reputation for uh, for starting the night with.
2: And I said this on Twitter, and I think I pissed you off a little bit. This match does for me what Blue Chew does for some fine folks out no, there. you
0: said it was greater than Blue Chew. I, I, for spotlight.
2: me, it is. Thankfully, oh, I don't need Blue buddy. Chew. You know, what are you going to say? I'm sorry, I'm, was... I'm
0: sorry that you're not getting butt then, Robert. I'm sorry. <sighs>
2: Well, thank you, I accept your apology. Uh, No, listen, (laughs) this match was everything I could have ever wanted it to be. FTR with the Midnight Express tribute gear, which is a beautiful thing. Um, God, Cash Wheeler had me so concerned for every move in this match. I'm going, is he all right? Does he look hurt? Is he moving like he's hurt? I kept asking the person I was watching with, I said, is he moving okay? Okay. Ah, This match was so good. They've got to go to a third. I wish it was happening Sunday. I wish it was happening Friday. I wish it was happening on Monday night for three hours. This is everything I need wrestling to be.
0: Daniel says, all out, LAX and Andrade versus anybody, please. Yeah, there's going to be a whole lot of people that aren't on this show. And, uh, guys, I have myself asking a very specific question. Why didn't they break up the inner circle?
2: because the because they just don't want to do things that make i can't even say they want to do things that make sense because nine times out of ten they do so this is just that one anomaly
0: it's so weird that they passed on that and my god it's I, just... I,
2: at the time i thought well
3: they must have big plans for them as a group yeah w- when have we seen them do anything as a group since then it, it 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 made no sense to me at the time, it makes somehow less sense now.
0: Yep. And they're they're usually not like that. Um, man,
2: it's the exact same thing as well, Jericho. If Jericho loses, he's done wrestling, and now it's like, well, he probably won't lose, and then he'll probably still just mostly do commentary. Very weird yeah. decision making.
0: Joey Bag of Donuts said, Robert loved you in Entourage, and our moderator, Luis, tried to put a note saying that he popped, but he accidentally put one that said he pooped. Um, <laughs> God, the tag
2: team wrestling has got some weird <laughs> effects on people. What are you gonna say? It
0: really does. It's got people excited, <laughs> and uh, that's what we're here for. Jacob Reed says, happy belated birthday, Sean. Been following you since the Wrestling Inc. days. Happy for all your success. Well, thank you so much. That means a lot because it didn't feel like anybody was following me back then. <laughs> So I greatly appreciate that. I really do. Uh Bali Lasagna says, in regards to the crowd noise, it looked like there were a lot more people wearing masks as opposed to Rampage with Punk's debut. I don't think it would affect it that much, though. It was a very, very subdued audience tonight. And I mean, we're talking about in, in comparison to any number of crowds. I mean, we I just I just don't buy it. Maybe they're
2: saving it up. Yeah, maybe we got three shows. Maybe they're saving (laughs) it. They're
0: saving it it for the pay-per-view. Jesus Christ. Dr. Six Fingers Esquire says, wild to hear this was the 100th Dynamite and realize at most only 30 have been away from Daly's Place. Uh, Still a new car smell, but already a proven success and more big surprises coming. The future is blinding. Well, while I have enjoyed the last couple of weeks, it has not had me... Like as excited to be in person for next Wednesday's Dynamite as I was when I bought the tickets because it's it's far more stretched thin and that is that is a little frustrating. Nerd Grues is not AEW related, but just remember NXT as it was and not what it's going to become. That brand had the best matches in WWE for the last decade. At times it did. I think that I I do think that a big top level interesting uh, main event. WWE title match is as exciting as anything as well. But I've said on a lot of streams lately, don't know if you guys paid attention, but I said that in 2022, I think it'll resemble WWE ECW more than the NXT we knew.
2: New Extreme Tuesday is very excited.
0: Joan Lopez says, sorry to distract, but any updates on Roosh? Robert, what was the latest on Roosh today? He had surgery, didn't he? Uh, Yes, he had
2: surgery and his wife took to his Twitter to say, Thank you. And they will be providing a press conference soon with more information.
0: Andrew Thomason says, screw SRS. Happy early birthday. Extra early birthday, Alex. When's your birthday? September 26th. Okay. Yeah. Come on. That's just obnoxious. It's
3: my birthday month. Anybody want to send me things like everybody, like Denise? This sends is still you my post
0: birthday. It's still my post birthday <laughs> right now. Ricardo says, "Proud and powerful." The right guys won. That's good booking. And Greg Carter too says, "Love the FTRs, uh, Midnight Express gear and Hobbs' Harlem Heat gear. Both of yes. those, yeah, are, we're great. are were great. I loved though the that gear for FTR. I just thought that was rad. It was so cool." James says, "FTR, proud and powerful. Following the rules makes things like the exposed buckle more meaningful. So many little moments of greatness. Rules are there in pro wrestling." So they can enhance things. For example, when I, I mentioned the closed fist punch, well, you see people get knocked out with a closed fist all the time in the UFC. So when you see people get cracked with that in, in the face, and the body, and they just eat it, eat it, eat it, that makes, that makes it not look as good. Otherwise, why, why are you doing chops if you're allowed to close fist punch people? There's no point in doing it. Right. Uh, you open up the hand, and then when you use it, oh, does it mean something? And it adds something. I wish they would go back to that. Let's talk about uh, free agency. Uh, you know, I've I've had quite a bit of free agency news. I, I told Alex and Robert D. Felice some free agency news before we went on the air. Yeah. Big long-term deals. Big. But Tony Shavani says, <laughs> says Britt Baker has some news on a top free agent. This is phenomenal. And Britt's like, I do... And it's me <laughs> and I have resigned. I'm hanging around longer. Kyle says, I love Britt Baker trolling us about free agency. Come on. How, There's how such- can you not like that? How can you not love it? Nikolai says there are many known trolls on the roster, but Britt played it, played it brilliantly. Ken Shiro says dirt sheet boy slacking. Can't believe Baker outscooped you. <laughs> uh, Kyle loved Britt Baker trolling us. And the wrestling Kiwi says, did they just tease Adam Cole with that Britt Baker segment? Can we expect to see him Sunday interfering the Omega cage, Omega cage match and cost him the match a good way to protect the impact champ. So I don't think so. I think they really, if, if this past two weeks have shown me anything, Robert, they need to stretch. They need to separate things like do Ruby one night, Daniel Bryan, one night, Anna Jay coming back another night. Brian Cole split them up for the love of God. You need impactful stuff. I think. Yeah.
2: Now they can do it on Sunday and it would just be an overload on Sunday, which might be fun for a minute, but I think you can really stretch this and play with this. Plus Adam Cole just got his teeth checked out. He's got perfect teeth. I don't think he wants to ruin that in the ring just yet, but Britt Baker is a top notch superstar. And I'm excited to see how long she's signed for because that just means she's gonna keep making this division better and better.
0: Alex, what did you think of this? Uh, I, I thought it was great.
3: I mean, Brits Brits fantastic, and and Jamie Hader just looks so perfect standing next to her. Uh, it, it's it's this is a this is a great little three woman faction, and uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't mind seeing Brit expand it, make it the BWO like let's just let's just like six or seven women just sitting just 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 on entourage behind her cuz she is just so magnetically cool you could you could believe anybody could be drawn in by that i think it's i think she's she's fantastic um and um you know we got a lot more intrigue about uh who's in this women's battle royal, who could possibly win it who might be debuting there um there's all kinds of really really fun stuff uh in the women's division Uh, On the horizon with uh, AEW. I just hope they start booking it that way. Because they're, they, they need, they got Rampage now. You got two hours of dynamite. There should be two women's storylines going on at any one time. Right now, it's great. We actually got this Tainara thing with Anna J coming back and everything. That's good. That's a second non
2: title storyline women's division. That's great. Let's keep that going into the future. And I just want to add to that. I do not want by next year's Casino Battle Royale for the women. I don't want this talk about it should be on the main card, not just because of a match getting canceled. Just put it on the main card. It's what the people want.
0: It is what the people want. And while while we're talking about that Thunder Rosa backstage, just, this is the most Thunder Rosa thing. Like you got Nyla Rose and Jade Cargill, quite frankly, the two biggest, most intimidating people on the women's side of the roster going up to thunder rosa and as like she's taking off her earrings as it happens it's such a good touch and she just swings just swings and they get the upper hand and then smart mark sterling is like no 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 no. jade nyla there is no money to be made in us fighting back here let's save it for sunday Alex, I like this. This made an incredible amount of sense. Why would these two not want to take out Thunder Rosa? What? I can tell you, I know Thunder Rosa personally, and she ain't scared of either one of them Mm -hmm. in a real-life situation or a work situation, so that fits her really well. It got smart Mark Sterling, some mic time that maybe he probably needed. Um, I thought this was pretty solid.
3: Yeah, I think that there's always, like, you know, there's money in the two heavyweights. Of the women's division fighting uh, down the road, uh, we'll get a we'll get a little preview of that, and then I'm sure in, in Smart Mark's mind, when Jade Cargill gets uh gets the title shot and then beats Britt Baker, then later we're gonna have that big time prize fight between yes. her and Nyla Rose, and we'll promote it and we'll get it on pay per view. Um, that's that's what he's supposed to think, and that's great. And that that like yeah, I I, I thought I was looking at like yeah, I want to see these two slug it
0: out. That might be fun. Yeah. Uh, Robert, any thoughts on this? Uh, perfectly
2: done. I think Thunder Rosa's got a good shot at winning on Sunday. So I think this might have been a good setup for that.
0: Yeah, I really like this. This was uh, this was really good stuff. Oh, boy. So uh, Trey Salmon's donated uh, a super chat waiting on his message, though. Nerd Guru says uh, WrestleMania main event guesses for nights one and two. Uh, well, I mean. We reported on fightfulselect.com today that that is the target as of now, a two-night WrestleMania. Please go subscribe to fightfulselect.com. We had news on Braun Strowman, we had news on Bruce Prichard and Vince McMahon maybe running NXT. Uh, <laughs> we had news on <laughs> We had news on WrestleMania. But WrestleMania nights 1 and 2, I think they'll go the women and the men route again. Becky Lynch is headlining one night. And I think Roman Reigns and The Rock probably headline another night. Yeah,
2: that sounds about right. I would say Charlotte Flair, unless they get the green light on somebody, maybe just a little bit bigger.
0: You know, it'd be nice if one night they could do the Four Horsewomen four-way yeah. as a main event. Uh, I don't know if Bailey would be back by then, but that would be quite the way for her to just slip in. Like maybe you have a Maybe there are two champions, so to speak. Maybe you you can do one of those. You know, they love to do those title for title. There are two champions. The third horsewoman wins the Royal Rumble, and then Bailey just sneaks in because she's.
2: Bailey just shows up and says, hey, I'm ready to
0: go. I was left left off last year. I was left off last year. You'll be
2: damn sure I'm,
3: I'm this card. And you everyone said, would cheer Vince, for it. They'd be they'd be excited about it.
0: Vince, you said you owed me one, pal. <laughs> uh, Cliff Beard says Nyla versus Jade is a big match, but Alex, uh, is it as big as Nyla versus?
3: It's me? not. Well, it cannot, no, nothing is as big as Nyla versus Tamina. <laughs> I mean, we found that out a few years ago.
0: Oh man, uh, apologies if I'm a little sidetracked, guys. I am trying to keep my eye on uh, obviously that that other topic, but. Uh, you, what mate says, how would you debut Daniel Bryanson, <laughs> Brian Danielson?
2: <laughs> Did you do that? Legit?
0: <laughs> no, I, I seriously have a problem doing that. I have It's <laughs> a legit thing. How would you debut him if the report is true? Um, I think it is a walkout and yes, yes, yes. And it's as simple as that, Alex.
3: Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be shocked to see it be a thing that closes the show. Like if Punk beats Darby Allen and he's out there and everybody's going crazy for him and it starts to die down a little bit and then we get Final Countdown or whatever and you just have that, that's your moment. Daniel Bryan standing in the ring with CM Punk and what is what's what is this? What is What is this? This is the beginning of a whole new world of professional wrestling where these two guys are back in a different company and here we go.
2: Like I think that might be the way they do it. What you do, especially if Punk doesn't close the show, you have him say, all right, I won. Now I want to watch the main event up close. He watches. Omega wins. He stares down Omega. You're like, oh, this is great. And then final countdown hits. Out comes Daniel Bryan or Brian Danielson, and we're off to the races.
0: Indeed. Oh, we had a bunch of video packages. Miro, Kojima, Kojima uh or the the moxley kojima we had malachi black's promo uh and malachi black i I really liked it because a lot of those promos as we have seen guys when some of the bray wyatt stuff from like four years ago can be a lot of saying a lot without saying anything at all this was so much like this was this worked really, really well because he was like, listen, I made short work. To these other guys, I'm going to hurt you. And I'm going to hurt you for a very long time. Talking to Lee Johnson, Alex, this seems like right up your alley. Seems like the kind of thing that you, yeah, you're like, ah, oh, yeah,
3: <laughs> I I'm, I'm a huge fan of the Malachi black. Uh, I, I, I did. I love that. He's just like, uh, so then I, I will place one, one coin upon each of your eyelids. And then he's like, in case anybody out there doesn't know the etymology of that so that when i send you down to hades you can pay the boatman's toll like yeah this is great i i i love him like basically giving monologues like he's an old sea captain like like an old pirate captain i'll be tape putting me coins upon your eyelids like yeah let's let's do it let's send him down to david J.V. Jones, J.V. jones's locker like bury that kid deep and move on like i want i want malachi to like just just kill everybody in a row. Have them have them take out Dustin. Cody comes back and says, hey, How dare you do that to my family? Send yeah. Cody backpacking again. And then finally somebody, maybe, maybe Buddy Matthews shows up and, and they and they can rekindle that. Uh, because, you know, as 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 we know, yeah, as, as is canon, 'twas Buddy Matthews that took Malachi's eye.
0: And I mean, he's been doing prison time ever since. Yes. Yeah, really. I mean, yeah. Um, Robert, any thoughts on these vignettes? We saw we saw the Moxley-Kojima one, obviously, and we saw the Miro one, and we have um, Oscar saying, was Miro <laughs> always that good? My God, the promo with Eddie, almost no previous build, already sold me on the pay-per-view. Love wrestling. Well, Kingston straight off played, played off of, the history of Miro. He's like, man, you get DDT and you get laid out and almost pinned. So I'm going after your neck. He effectively called Miro Miro a pencil necked geek. Yeah. And I just love that. He's like, Up, oh, protect your neck. Cause I'm coming for it.
2: He's not a very smart man because this is God's champion who is on another level right now and by the way this is wrestling you don't need matches to tell stories sometimes you just need a good promo and Miro has made it very clear that he's going to kill the original sinner and he only stays down for one person and that's his wife in a hotel room after a major victory so now we have this very clear Miro who's had marital problems in the past fights for his wife's approval and affection. And clearly, that is what this man cares about. When he eventually gets caught slipping and loses, that is when you eventually bring in Free Agent. And uh, I am already thinking about those promos because it's clear this man is just a wee bit afraid of his wife. He loves the validation, but he is just a bit scared of her. And because of that, he's going to run right yeah. through Eddie Kingston.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't know if uh, that that necessarily her coming in is a plan, but um, the good promos didn't end there. <laughs> uh, although we did have Ryan Evans saying Malachi Black was saying Jake Roberts is working with him, and really see it in his delivery, buddy. That yeah. is a good one, a good yeah. one to have working with him. Ian says, what about undefeated Malachi versus Miro next? You want to tell me a match, a main event match, that'll get me to tune in at 10.40 p.m. Eastern on a Friday? Yeah. Yeah. Say you're doing that and give it a good just like ass whooping the whole time. That's what I'm here for.
2: I'll say though, they need a good two weeks to tell some stories with some promos because that is God's champion against a man who believes he is Satan reincarnated. There, There is a story there.
0: I, th- I think they just need to get in the general vicinity of each other and look at each other. I and mean, I think that might be all you need. And But I think they should do it multiple times, Robert. I think you're right about that. Yeah. I just I, think they should be near each other and just look at each other and everybody's going to go, ah. I, I,
3: I I personally think uh, we're, we're getting uh, Kingston versus Miro twice. Like whatever happens at, at All Out isn't a conclusive victory mm-hmm. or for either of them. And we get it again at Arthur Ashe. And that's where they finally put some gold around Eddie's waist.
0: Yeah. Mike Preventure says, Any chance Moxley kills Kojima quickly? Demand someone else and get Suzuki. I would be shocked. I'm sure it is an honor for John Moxley to be facing uh, Kojima. Sawyer says, We stay in wife guy sub game.
2: <laughs> there you go. That is it. Yeah. That is what he is doing, and I love it.
0: Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. So even... Even uh, more great promos. MJF cut a fantastic one. Now, let me tell you, uh, it uh, MJF is a piece of shit, mm. and Tony Schiavone was like, "Hey, here's a guy that is a piece of shit," and MJF is like, "You're biased. You're unprofessional." Let me tell you how many times I've en- I've encountered that in my days. Like MJF is playing every Twitter piece of shit. That is like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. And then when you're like, no, fuck you. They go, you're unprofessional. (laughs) Like that's him. And it's great. It's great. I love it. Um, This was a fantastic promo. Uh, Jay Torres says the only thing better, in my opinion, than Alex's hatred of Dominic is Tony Schiavone's unfiltered hatred of Don Callis and MJF. (laughs) Alex... um, the twelve-year-old Dominic, you don't yeah. like him, I guess.
3: No, he's only. Well, listen, I, he's got a lot to learn, and in fairness, he's only in the third grade, according to Michael Cole. Uh, so maybe, maybe he'll get better down the road. Uh, but yeah, no, my, 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 I, I worked myself into a shoot about my hatred of Dominic Mysterio on on the on the Fightful Select Show. Uh, no, yeah, he, he's 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 he'll get better. That's what I'll say. He'll get better.
2: Yeah. Maybe you know who doesn't need to get better is MJF because no. this dude he he exudes everything that is professional wrestling and he basically carried a promo by himself with Tony Schiavone just there for him to be told to shut up by MJF. Ah, what
3: I loved about this is is MJF's work with the with the two cameras set up. Like, that was really, yeah. really deft of, like, when he's, when he's going to turn to which one or whatever. Like, I thought that was great, the whole thing. I love the subject matter, too. Like, Muhammad Ali was the greatest of all time until he stuck around too long. Like, and, and then he he, he proceeds to disparage Muhammad Ali along with Jericho. Like, he says, Jericho, you are the greatest of all time, and now you've overstayed your welcome it's not going to work out for you. if You keep, you keep doing
2: this. And I thought that was all really, really good. And I just want to add to this. This is only going to be his third singles match this calendar year. And that's because MJF doesn't need to work to get his stories over. He just needs to talk and his matches are so effective because of that.
0: And I mean, MJF, I mean, MJF is like, he is Larry Holmes. He is like a top guy that, Muhammad Ali, Chris Jericho, is going to be facing in not his prime. So I think it's an apt comparison. Cyclops says MJF won three times. Why is this feud still going on? I don't know. I don't like constant rematches. I no. do not like that stuff. But It's,
3: it's still going on because yeah. of the decision to, for some reason to not break up the inner circle. Like if, if they had done something like that, if they had had MJF cheat to win that match breaking up the inner circle and then Jericho swearing revenge for breaking up his little his little boys club. Yeah. And, and, and every time he keeps close, he keeps getting screwed over by MJF. And he and finally, to get one more match, he puts it on the line. Like, all of that would make more sense if they had actually told the story right now. It feels like it's just Jericho begging, begging for this match that he doesn't deserve.
0: Well, Alicia Ellis says, so what's on the buy-in now? I don't know, but uh, we might have another match that gets pulled from this show. I think the 10-man tag is on the buy-in. Ten-man,
3: the, the, buy-in. the new 10-man the new tag. But, yeah. I
0: mean, they might pull another match from this show, and I kind of hope they do. All due respect to tall Paul. Tall <laughs> Paul. And let me tell you, the pieces of shit in attendance in Chicago tonight <laughs> did not no, they give didn't. me much excitement for that. Um. Basically, here's what happened. Tall Paul comes out after the Nightmare Factory and beats them up. I was hoping. Tall Paul. Tall Paul. It didn't happen. But the gun club all slide into the ring and Billy Gunn breaks one off in Paul White's ass. And they have turned and QT Marshall is shocked. And this is one of the most... Super chatted things on the show. Uh, get in your super chats, guys. Please don't let this stand. Uh, Valob says, the only reason the gun club turned heels so they were afla- afraid of black. I doubt it. Um, but Chris says, you know it's a good episode of Dynamite Night when even the Cody-verse segment is entertaining. And Cody wasn't even in it. <laughs> like
2: Cody hasn't been in it for a while. I, I like know. that this is now just the extended Cody-verse.
0: You know, of all the things
2: I thought I'd be writing tonight... Billy Gunn at 57, turning on Paul White at what is he 51, 52? On?
0: Seems tall Paul.
2: You Seems know, it, it's really like I did not think that this would be what I'm talking about here in 2021, but yet here we are. I this is a dead giveaway because by the way, they came out long after Tall Paul had dispatched of the entire nightmare factory. So why are they here? Oh, this looks like a turn to me and Boom. So, what am I getting? Am I getting Billy Gunn against Paul White at like Sunday Night Heat? What are What are we doing?
0: I was like, that doesn't make me any more excited. Yeah, to be honest with you. The, the
3: The thing about this that that makes less makes makes it mess. As soon as they turned on, him, I was like, oh, QT Marshall used all of his all of his you know cash that he's got were from his little his uh, his training facility to buy off the Gun Club. And then no, he was totally shocked by it because he's not yeah, that good but... of an actor. So he was totally shocked by it. Um, like Tony then, Khan
0: had to not tell him before. It yeah. and then,
3: exactly. <laughs> uh, and then and then Austin Gunn on Twitter says it's strictly business, Paul. So what business? Who put them up to it? I That's mean, I guess, I guess. I guess. That's we'll fi- interesting. I guess we'll find out if it wasn't it wasn't QT. Who was it? Um, Big,
0: like I do, I do like the idea of juice to the gills billy gun and his kids being hitmen cuz they're annoying as hell they yeah. really are yeah and it, i think it would work josh says gun club or heels interesting i guess i mean if it's just business i i could i i like the idea of hitman gimmicks within this like hired guns because it always gives somebody hired to do.
3: guns
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: that's their oh! new te-
3: that's their new team name with, oh, hired hired guns guns! with two n's
2: yes this <sighs> is <sighs> so what we do here i mean I, I hope that this is some type of overarching issue of no, Paul, there's only one person with the knockout punch, and it's my brother Bart. Like, what, what are we doing?
0: And then <laughs> then they build to him and Anthony a go go. There you go. Uh,
2: you know what? I, my guess is it's going to be, hey, QT trained my kids, man. I got to look out for him because he took care of my kids.
0: It's got to be what it is. I love <sighs> me some services. Shack Shaq, the gun's up to it. Shaq, Shack put, put the gun. I-
2: Shaq, Shack put the hit out on Paul.
0: <laughs> I would I like that's that too. <laughs> More content says, dear Sean, sorry for misspelling your name earlier today. Well, you did it again. (laughs) I I, I get the bet. Zero fear says, I think I'm the only one that popped for the gun club heel turn. I was shocked. I looked about like QT Marshall did during that. Sawyer says one of the gun sons tweeted. (laughs) Sons of gun (laughs) tweeted. They've never been pinned and never got a title shot. Motivation, I guess. Yeah, but I don't know that re-breaking a man's hip is the way to jump the line. Yeah. Mike Mike Preventure says, tall Paul, more like Paul Fall, am I right? (laughs) And Austin Leach says, I can only assume the gun club heel term sends from QT showing tall Paul's behind on TV, and it triggered something. in Billy, (laughs) Billy's like, (laughs) no surgically repaired asses on my watch. Only room for one perfect ass.
3: He does say, I love to kick him. So he saw one, and he's like, I gotta kick that ass.
0: <laughs> oh, man. The Christian Chris Jericho cuts his promo. It is very Toby Keith, I ain't as good as I once was. But for once, I'm as good as I ever was. And Does,
3: does he have a never-ending supply of those stupid jackets with one weird thing on one shoulder? Like, I don't know why I'm fixated on the jacket, but I'm fixated on the, he is just the, like, the most, like, dad in a cover band I'm... of, like, that plays, like, Loverboy and, like, stuff from the early 80s. Listen,
0: I got it's a Sour just... Grabs idea, Alex. <laughs> yes, please, please. Just you reviewing a history of <laughs> his outfits.
3: That's true. I, I have to I have to go back and watch the, all the episodes. Yeah, for the
0: past, like I mean, over this whole career.
3: Yeah, his whole career. Yeah, <laughs> like that. That would that would be, that would be a
2: lot of research. Oh,
0: this is pretty solid. It, it was what it was. Any thoughts on this, Robert? Uh,
2: Jr. was good here. He was emotional, so it yes. sells the segment. But Jericho doing the Chicago is Jericho. It's like. Come on. Then when they call you I 2 j you get angry. I could have done without that, but this is fine.
0: Guys, if you're saying, Mr. Super Chat. No, we didn't. We've got somebody that collects them. You're good to go. So go ahead and send us more Super Chats. <laughs> Please do. Ah, CM Punk promo. He comes out, and it is... It, that reaction's getting a little lighter. A little lighter. But uh, this crowd was not good tonight anyway, which is, you know, lot, lots of lots of work there. But Packing Genie says CM Punk rules. But what, what happened here was CM Punk getting physical for the first time. And what we saw before this was a fantastic 2.0 yeah. and Daniel Garcia promo. Robert, uh, this is not a combination that I thought would work. And holy crap, they have been perfect together and they run out and they beat down CM Punk. This is the first time in over seven and a half years we have seen an unmasked CM Punk Correct. be physical in the ring. For those of you who don't know what I mean, he did a random run-in on a Silas Young indie show <laughs> and did a GTS and then left the, the venue right after that. Wow. I, uh,
2: my I, favorite thing about the 2.0 promo was, Darby, you want a shot at our son? Daniel Garcia, like, as if, okay, they're just going to be parents to this young man now. I love that. I, lo- I
3: This is the gritty re- reboot of my two dads that I did <laughs> not know
2: I needed. You know, and then you got to think about this. 2.0, Ever Rise. My God, one minute they are staples of 205 Live, and the next they're the ones getting physical with CM Punk. That in and of itself is an amazing accomplishment, and hats off to them but the GTS looked really good. I uh, he looks like he's having fun. He yeah, looks he like a a wobbly
0: chair. leg there for a second. I thought uh Alicia asked if 2.0 are gonna interfere at all out. I don't well, think somebody's gonna do it. I don't think you have any interference at all out. I think you should have CM Punk without smoking mirrors. I, th-
3: I think I think I think they, they might get try and have and have uh Sting, Sting. head him off with the pass and yes. then be like, All right, guys, I got him for you. Go out, go ahead. Because Sting cut a promo which was a very interesting, stingy, stingy promo. Like, Darby's ready, and Punk, I think you're ready. I'm ready. The Stinger's ready. So this Sunday, if both of you are ready, 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 I'm not going to be there, but I will be ready.
2: And I was like, I don't know why you said ready so much. (laughs) He he seems like he's having fun too. He wanted to be in the ring with CM Punk. He got to be. I like that a lot. That was awesome. And then Darby, who doesn't pander to crowds, waits until... He's alone to say his piece.
0: Yes, which we did see. And he was like, I love that. He he says, yeah, he was like, you said that as a teenager, uh, I would be your favorite wrestler. And he's like, as a teenager, you were my favorite wrestler. And then when I started to wrestle, you left. Yeah. Whoo, Alex. That's
3: that's good stuff, man. I don't even care if it's true. It feels true. <laughs> like I don't like it may be a work. Like I like that's the thing. Yes. Like it may be a work, but I I love that it feels right. You it have- feels right that Darby Allen said I want to be a professional wrestler just like CM Punk. And as soon as he started, CM Punk went away probably forever. And what would that do to like the core of a young man that like this his idol disappears right as he's starting it like might that send him down a dark path where he doesn't care or if he lives or dies man i've
0: i've had i feel like four or five conversations with AEW roster members and they said they said a lot of the same things in that like he he was our guy not necessarily you know cena or the rock or somebody else because look at this roster a lot of these, the roster right now, are guys that were like, oh, you're too small, you're too small. And Punk was told that a lot. Uh, Punk did not look like the typical megastar in WWE. There, there's a lot of people that identify with, with him on this roster. And we have a ton of super chats about Punk. Eloquent says, "The CM Punk or Kenny in the main event of All Out? I, I still think if you go Kenny... You got to debut Brian or Cole at the end. It cannot be Christian and Kenny Omega closing the show over CM Punk. Um, but yeah, I think that's the way you got to go.
2: Yeah, I would go Kenny, and I think you're gonna get a debut.
0: And we've got Ian Hunter saying Garcia versus Alexander at New Japan is gonna be nuts. Man, give me Josh Alexander against everybody. I was so happy to see that post that that guy made today about how he doesn't have to work a a full-time job now because he's one of the best wrestlers in the world. Mike Preventure says, Imagine someone telling you a year ago Sting and CM Punk would be in a fight on international TV against 2.0. I mean, even beyond that, like I know a lot of people were saying, Oh no, Paige, don't come back. Don't, Don't try to come back. Your neck. I'm thinking, I watched... Sting take a power bomb this year. I watched Edge return last year. I watched Christian come back this year. I watched Daniel Bryan moments after being cleared th- go ass over tea kettle towards <laughs> somebody's face with his foot. Like you just don't know. You never know. You never know. Jacob Breed says Daniel Bryan versus MC Punk is gonna be great. <laughs> oh boy. 813 Car Guy says, I'm excited for Darby Sting and Punk versus anyone. Uh, than about anything, than just about anything else in wrestling right now. They are so good at making baby faces, Robert. Like, yeah. Look at the other. Look at the other company. They're not. And then in AEW, it's like, well, there's Punk. Well, there's Darby. There's Jericho, who was a vile heel, and quite frankly, if you went on Twitter, you would think he was a heel. <laughs> but he's getting reactions. There's Cody. There's Christian. Christian's on like the low end of the depth chart, and yeah. he's killing it. And poor Christian, uh,
2: you know this guy can never catch a break where he's just the top guy anywhere, and it's happened yeah. to him again. But this roster is great, and it looks like a promotion that just shouldn't be real. CM Punk, Sting, uh, Paul White, Kenny Omega, Young Bucks—so th- many people in this organization, and it's so much fun.
0: It really is a reminder, guys, leave a thumbs up. Get in those super chats. I cannot tell you how much they help us. We have Ryan Evans says saying for some reason, Billy Gunn's kids, heels may be really good, especially Austin. Oh, it, I think it will be good. I think it will be the so hired guns, man. It's a top <laughs> top team. They've got great body language. They've, they've got great fundamentals as well. Eloquent says AEW does a great job building up anticipated pay-per-view matches in like two weeks. Yes, they do. Yeah, because we would rather see them announce a, sh- a match and then build it the next week than them announce it six weeks out and then do it three or four times. Oh. We had Tay Conti defeating uh, uh, Penelope Ford, rather, and towards the end of this match, Anna J makes her return, and it's revealed she'll be in the Battle Royal. We are going to talk about the Battle Royal. But, uh, Robert, what would you think of the match itself?
2: I thought the match was fine. The story here is that
0: Anna Jay is back, another
2: strong character, another strong woman for the division, and maybe even another tag team for the division.
0: Uh, this match was it was fine. It was yeah. it was okay. Uh, take On she's good, but man, it's so good to see Anna Jay back, Alex. She was she was gaining some momentum and gaining yep. some popularity, and she's back and she's in the battle royal. So that's that sounds like great news to me.
3: Yeah, it, I I have PTSD from watching so much WWE over the, over the course of the past several years. Um, I when she ran down, I was like, "Oh no, they're gonna have her turn on Ty Ty Conti to get heat." And I was like, "No, a they already did one of those tonight where the Gun Club ran down to save somebody and then turned on him, and b this is not WWE." You have to I have to remind myself they don't have to do the swerve angle just to get yeah. heat. Yes. So this was beautiful where she came down to save her friend and they embraced. And it's like, yes, now we get to see these two back together again.
0: It's perfect. It is perfect. It is simple. It is easy. Um I, I it made an awful lot of sense to me. Chris Rain says he's happy to see Anna J back. Uh Jordan says he'd love to see her back. All the pairing in the women's division think they do another women's tag turning, leading to the tag titles and iconic surprise. It would make a lot of sense. I know Ashley Vox and her sister were pushing for it and they were really hoping so it would make an awful lot of sense guys, because hey, if you got all these shows, why not yeah. add some more stuff that matters on it?
2: Yep. Absolutely.
0: You have Ray mentioning that Max Caster returned during the dark taping. Good. I hope he learned something. Yeah. Yep. More content saying uh Conti Bunny Anna Jay and Ford Johnny Ace's dream. Um, no, because in that case, none of them would have any wrestling experience. Yes, yeah before yeah. You no, know,
3: they're 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 too good. All of them are too good.
0: Sawyer says that Tay and Ford was a hot mess, but he loved everything around the edges of the match and every woman who appeared on TV rules, including Anna.
2: I do uh, want to mention that I also had the same reaction as Alex as she's walking down and she's telling uh, Ford and Bunny to get out of the way. I'm like, oh, no, they can't yeah. do this twice. Uh, no, this isn't WWE, and thank God.
0: Uh, we've got Preventure, Mike Preventure saying, I like multiple women's storylines going into the Battle Royal. Swole Diamante, Anna Jay, Ty, Bunny, Ford. Then you got Rosa, Nyla, and Jade. And you got Hater and Rebel. I wish they were more developed, but it's a step. It is a step. This is more built up than I've seen a, any battle Royal in a long time. Yeah. And I love it. Uh, our friend, Emily cease, you know, for the ruckus says shaping up to be a great women's battle Royal, excited to see Anna J back. So let's talk about this battle Royal. Um, r 26 is saying if tag titles get cheetah back on TV, I'm all for it. Well, this is getting cheetah back on TV because she's in it yep. under is in it. Cargill Nyla Rose is in it. We've got, a lot of good protected names in this battle royal, Alex, and there are two spots open. I am going to boldly predict Ruby Soho and uh-huh. an Impact name. Don't know who an Impact. I just think an Impact name. Right. So I think at some point you got to be like, "Hey, Diana. Hey, Jordan. Will uh-huh. you come over here."
3: Yeah. Yeah, no that would be that would be, you, how you think, that would be right. a very a very good call. Yeah. Uh and they haven't had a lot of crossover for the impact thing and I think that there's there's been enough of like the dream match between Diana and Britt that, that that could happen. So let's just tease things toward that whenever we can. Uh, uh please let it be Ruby Soho. Um yeah. that 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 thing that she released uh was just beautiful it was a wonderful little short film she's so damn talented and natural and it makes me physically angry that she wasn't allowed to be that for several years
0: also john carlo is killing it with those yeah it really really is and buddy buddy matthews buddy murphy's was done by ec3's team yeah and it became known today that Braun is going to be doing stuff with them yeah Uh, Boy, I'm excited yeah, for that. That's that good.
3: ain't Cricket Wireless ad reads. That's damn no, sure. No, and and what I, what I, uh, this thing of the man, her getting that music is so great because you better believe I'm going to be sitting on my couch at home yeah. going nuts singing the hook to that thing because it's there's nothing catchier than that than that chorus.
2: Uh, I'm gonna make I'm gonna make my guess as Chelsea Green and Ruby Soho. Chelsea is.
0: At this, Twitter. Could at this point, Twitter.
2: Exactly, and that's why she doesn't need to be the Joker. She can just come in with one of the groups of women. But she is a name. She is free, and she's been everywhere else. So she might as well get the rep of saying, "I did AEW. I did the Casino Battle Royale." I sure. Ruby, Ruby Soho. This is the moment for her to say, "I'm here. I'm a wrestler." I, I love this. Let's have some fun. I don't think she wins because I think they're going to want to build her up and build a feud, but this is her moment to shine.
0: Eloquent asks if we think AEW signs Kiara Hogan. Uh, I think Kiara Hogan's going to have a lot of options. She's going to have a lot of options, so it depends on what's best for her. Cliff Beard says, What are your percentages that some of the Battle Royal uh, surprises are? Iconics, Ruby, Deeb, CJ Perry, Green. Uh, Deep could be one. I don't think it's going to be CJ Perry. I don't think it's going to be Chelsea Green. I don't think it's going to be the Iconics. I think it's going to be Ruby. And I think it's about 80, 85%. Yeah. yeah. Fear and Loathing in NYC says, Ruby standing on 52nd and Broadway was a reference to the ranted song Olympia. Well, hey. Very
1: good.
0: Wow. Sawyer says, Maki Ito for a battle royal surprise in front of Chicago crowd. Let's go. I'd be surprised if they did that one too. Um, yeah. It'd be a good one, but I'd be surprised too um it's first grade spongebob says what about a kylie ray return that would be a very very big surprise now i just want to clarify because there were a lot of dog shit rumors that were going around last year and kylie debunked a bunch of them to me personally uh as of the time i interviewed her she still watched aew programming and there were people in aew that were telling me like oh we hope we can get her back we hope that we can get her back one day and she can perform for it so, I just think that by now, she has learned what she what she works best in. Yeah. Garrett Gordon says, Riho will be the last member. I'd be shocked if she were the last member, because it should probably be Ruby Soho. Yeah.
2: I don't think people would be very happy if Riho was the Joker. Nothing against Riho. I just yes. don't think that would make people happy.
0: More content says, isn't the best heel move to have Hater and Britt turn on Rebel Reba would be Ultimate Heel Vibes? I mean... For one night, sure. but then what do you do? Like you're not going to lean into a hater versus rebel match unless she's crushing Rebel or unless Britt's humiliating rebel. And well, I mean, like I think there there's no long- term story there. There's a very good chance that Britt is on
3: commentary or something for this match. yeah. and and Jamie, uh, tossing uh, Reba Rebel out because Jamie wants wants to win this thing, and and then Britt could point and laugh at Reba because they know that's kind of her thing. Now when <laughs> she yeah. says when when one of my girls wins, well when Jamie wins, like right in huh. front of Rebel, yeah. I thought that was kind of fun.
0: Yeah. Nerd Guru says Ruby and Mickey are my guesses, and Stephen Corton says where's Adam Page and Dark Order been? Uh, I think Adam Page is on paternity leave, mm-hmm. so.
2: I am excited for Anna to start rallying the troops.
0: Yes. And and making making them get along again. Yeah. Intangible one says full gear prediction. Both Jade and Hangman win the titles from Brit and Omega. It'll be the perfect time for both of them. I don't think so. Jay Jade is a long, long ways off from winning it, I think. And I think Brit's a long, long way off of losing it. Like very rarely. I mean, this is this is just a slam dunk. She is the biggest women's star that they have ever had in that company. And as of right now, you ride that hot wave. You ride it. If you can get a champion to get this kind of sustained reaction, that's what you're booking for. That's what you want. You want your champion to get a Roman Reigns reaction. You want him to get a Britt Baker reaction. What you don't want them to get is oh it happened yeah and then afterwards people are like okay what's next mm-hmm. people aren't like what's next to roman reigns or Britt baker they're like who's next for them mm-hmm. yeah. <sighs> we had some uh, more super chats about cm punk ricardo saying 2.0 and garcia coming out and jumping punk uh leading to the first gts hell yeah these guys are on fire Alicia Ellis says, I can imagine Sting and Darby having to come all the way from the rafters. And that's why the help didn't happen so fast. (laughs) I love it. They got a zip line down. Sting's like, this takes me a lot longer than it used to. Riven Blade says, loved all the promos and pay-per-view go-home hype tonight. Probably AEW's best go-home show yet. Punk sharing a ring with Sting was surreal. That it was. And Rangers Mayhem says, Ruby does have the Joker gear from Mania she can use. Yes, she does. Oh my God.
2: Yeah, she sure does. Yep.
0: Uh, Derek says he meant Riho will be the one of the other two spots with Ruby. I think that is very possible. Sure, yeah, very possible. Well, uh, we had Crage versus Powerhouse Hobbs. This is, you know, a fine match. It was a Serling beef sons of bitches match. Yep. And I think the right guy won, Robert. The absolutely. right guy
2: absolutely won, Sean.
0: Yeah. Uh, Ricky Stark's cracks cage over the head it's like what what is cage gonna gain in this i mean he's he is spinning his wheels and it it's hard it's not easy to get behind a guy that isn't very relatable and that is about the most the, the least relatable guy on the roster yeah um robert i, you think I do
2: think i do think they need to wrap this up because they've been going at it for a while now but the right guy won here. Hobbs is going to be the future of this company, and the win over Cage really helps solidify that. I like the Emerald Fusion as a finisher for him. Yep. I think the Harlem Heat gear that we talked about earlier was tremendous. And Brian Cage is a babyface. I'm gonna compare it to Test because that's like the name that comes to mind. Or it's just big dude. He's great, but he needs something more because he's just kind of bland if you just click up out and go I'm big that's like yep. okay
0: Alicia Ellis wants to know what's next for cage and says the hooks pants or fire what do you think Alex
3: I don't know is the problem like I I really thought they were gonna uh, do something where, where it took a while to to take that strap away from him like like him leaving team Taz but keeping the FTw belt would just make taz insane and they got yeah. it from him immediately and now it's now what? And I feel like you're right. Ricky Starks and and Powerhouse Hobbs are the future, um, maybe more so than Cage. So the right guys need to go over it. I don't think it's I don't think it proves anything. Powerhouse Hobbs winning because Ricky Starks hit Cage in the head with it with a title belt. Like if if you want to do something, have Hobbs beat Cage. Don't have him beat Cage because he got hit yeah. in the head with a title belt.
0: I'm still waiting for Cage to have that breakthrough singles performance in AEW that he had all over the world. I'm talking like against Willie Mack in mm-hmm. Lucha Underground or against Elgin in Impact or Nakajima in Noah or Ilya Dragunov. I think it was in WXW, against Tessa even on the indie circuit, I think it was. Right. Uh against Pentagon in Lucha Underground, Milton Muertes. Like, I saw him have so many mm-hmm. of these matches. He had a great one against Brody King. And when I think about it, I'm like, okay, well, the, the best Adam one Page I, match was pretty Adam good. Yeah, Adam Page won
3: that I, on um, Darby, that, but was, they won. But Darby that was, was yeah.
0: solid, but I don't yeah. think that any singles match that he has had no. is as good as any of those that I just mentioned. Right. And we're talking about him working with a who's who. And I know he's capable of it because he is a, a, a freak of nature.
3: I I wonder if if his uh, his his best use is is as a heavy for somebody is like mm-hmm. a, as a as as a bodyguard and, and a dude who comes in and murders people. I don't know who for. I I I I don't know. You know, like because there's because MJF's already got one. Like you the, you got to find the right guy who needs one of those. And I don't. I'm not sure exactly who that would be right now.
2: I think it was a mistake to turn him baby face because he worked well as part of team Taz and that trio was a good pairing. Could have been a good tag team. This just feels like a miss.
0: Uh, Robert, you look like you are streaming from a TI 86 plus calculator, but you know what? If you want to look exactly like Brian cage, there we go, Alex. If you want to look exactly like Brian cage, check out our friends at magic spoon, Man, Magic Spoon is so fantastic. How about zero grams of sugar, 13, 14 grams of protein, only four net grams of carbs in each serving, and all the cereal flavors you love with only 140 calories per serving. This is how I kick off my morning every morning. I've lost 20 pounds since April, and I'm keeping it off. It really helps. And this is such a good, satisfying way to start your morning. I'm not going back and forth to the cupboard to get more because my sugar's being spiked. By you know, the, the cereals that aren't filled with good stuff. They're filled with bad stuff. Variety pack uh, of Magic Spoon has four flavors. Cocoa, fruity, frosted, and peanut butter. But you can build your own box with any of those flavors, plus blueberry and cinnamon. You can try all kinds of stuff. Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. There is no risk at all in magic spoon they know you're gonna love their product alex oh sorry alex alex oh oh. alex magic spoon's really good 13 to 14 grams of protein my gosh when you're eating a lot of those other cereals you might as well be eating candy bars honestly you'll probably be less fulfilled in candy bars but not with magic spoon and when you use that promo code fightful at MagicSpoon.com, you're gonna save five dollars off your order. Hot diggity dog! Magic Spoon. Let's find this. Let's, let's switch here. Let's switch there. Let's switch there. Let's switch there. Let's switch there. There we go. Robert, you look you look uh, much less pixelated now. Well, thank Anakin God. says give Alex a raise for his ad read faces. I'm giving him more work all the time. What are you talking about? <laughs> Intangible one says cage versus triple H, AKA Harlem heat Hobbs. fight. <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> Josh Cardenas says punk tweeted that Hobbs is a guy he wanted to face. Uh, safer yeah. than Ryback. That's for sure. Yeah. So we also had orange Cassidy versus Jack Evans and, This is not the Jack Evans I grew up on. Um,
1: The work
0: is not nearly as good. It's like okay, let's throw you into the corner, do a bunch of cartwheels, handstands, then into like a, a light elbow. Like I thought, this match should have ended before the break. Yeah. And when it hit the break, I go, "What are we doing here?" And then it ended during the break, <laughs> yeah. Alex. Yeah. yeah. Which yeah. is, it was an intentional move. I asked people, it was an intentional move to keep people like on their toes.
3: Yeah, we we've sure. often said like. You gotta, you gotta just end one of these during the picture-in-picture, picture just to make sure people watch yeah. the picture-in-picture. Picture. And now I have to watch the picture-in-picture, picture because I don't never know when things gonna gonna end. And I thought that was uh, that was really uh, clever. Um, and then it it devolves, of course, into a big uh, brutal beatdown and a save, and then we get a ten-man tag match made for the buy-in.
0: Um, <laughs> yeah, we got gang wars.
2: That's right. <laughs> The old faithful.
0: But you know what? They do it far less than they used to. If they're doing it once or twice Mm -hmm. on a show instead of three or four times, I'm just not going to complain about it as much.
2: Yeah, and this was fine. They needed to because they needed a match for the Mm buy-in. But yeah, I agree with you on Jack Evans. But I guess that's the price of doing such crazy moves at a young age. You can't do it forever. But I do agree. I wish he was. Slightly reminiscent of what he used to be.
0: Nikolai says, with Brayden announcing her extension, is it possible that we will start Mm -hmm. seeing contracts not being renewed and the roster cleaning up? We already are. Uh, Mel didn't get hers renewed. Awesome Kong didn't get hers renewed. But yeah, I think there's going to be some people that they look at and they're like, you know what? It just It's not working. Not a good fit. Let's move on. Well... The main event was a pretty good fit, I thought. Lucha Brothers and Jurassic Express against the Super Elite. Snow Jordan says, Bucks in leather jackets, teasing Cole, who wears similar. Final segment throwback gave us NWO Nitro vibes. Dynamite was fire, as always. This really did give me NWO 97 vibes. The match was a blast. It was. Um, You know, I don't know how I feel yet, Alex, about champions wrestling the challengers much Mm -hmm. less pinning them a couple days before because it's like okay you're doing this a lot or it's gonna be 50 50 but this was a a crazy match uh 813 car guy loved the show and ended the way he likes it with a little chaos all i can say alex is it's it's a great thing that kenny didn't build that cage
3: (laughs) so so true (laughs) I, i i'm gonna say this about the match I um, I I think it that you you could have easily had the Bucks pin either Jungle Boy or Luchasaurus, so they're not pinning the, their challengers right before the thing. Um, but this happens so rarely in AEW. Of the, like, let's have uh, the challengers and two friends of theirs versus the champions and two friends of theirs in an eight-man tag match um, before the pay-per-view. Like that, so rarely happens. That I that I was I was just like I'll just I'll allow it, Um, and I'm glad I did because I thought the match was excellent and the post match angle was great. Like we don't see like it was also just this perfect. Like hey, put the dinosaur through a table. Like I love Kenny Kenny Omega with his hair dyed black coming out and and directing traffic. Put the dinosaur through a table. Hey Jungle Jack, Jungle Jack, you're not even really in condition anymore. Get the hell out of my ring. And then they like and they they like we stole your your keys, Tony Khan. So that's why Don Callis has access to the control room for the cage. Like saying that out loud makes like closes all the loopholes. Like, well, how are they controlling this? Like, I always hate when I'm watching something and the heel just says, hey, bring up this thing. Like, why do you know people that are doing this for you? Who, who's hitting your music? No, no, no. They close all those loopholes. Kenny was in control, the whole thing. I loved it. And it, was, it felt really brutal, like handcuffing yes. the Lucha Brothers to, and then just running back and forth and kicking them in the face as they were kneeling on the floor. It's great. Robert,
0: Robert, what would you think of the cage itself? I loved how different it looked. And they said mm. this wasn't designed to keep people from escaping as much as it was to just keep yep. people out.
2: Yeah, this is more along the lines of like a Memphis cage where you can still have a bit of a match around the cage and nobody can get in. I like that. That's a good callback to the territory days, Kenny Omega directing traffic and actually caring about his guys in their match on Sunday is a great, great note. And I like when factions do that because too often it becomes about, well, we got to make sure the world champion keeps his belt, but you know, we're on our own and he helped them out here. And I really like seeing that.
0: Snap. Joe says, love the ending. Cutler and Kenny were hilarious. I mean, yeah it's like it's like you're playing the co-op game and Brandon Cutler has the weapon that everybody likes. <laughs> so you argue over who gets to pick him. He's like, cold spray, cold spray, cold spray.
3: I, I, I thought this did a great job of, actually, of of making me more excited for the Christian Cage yeah. versus Kenny match because it it feels like now was like, well, now I want Christian to get some revenge on Kenny because Kenny's such a
0: douchebag. I, I guess tonight you'd call him Christian Caged. Uh-huh. Mike Preventure 2 says in the in AEW the cage gets a storyline. <laughs> That's does.
3: true.
0: Ian says funny hearing that carny piece of shit Don Callis saying that Knox needed to do his job and get control of the match. That is a funny that was funny, funny, funny. line. Yeah. Uh, Wyatt Todd says, "Am I the only one who feels like the F- HFO segments are dead spots on TV? Feel bad for Orange being stuck here for so long. It ain't interesting to me.
2: Yeah, they gotta do something new."
0: Ryan Evans says, "I think I, uh, I think SRS could make hook tap out." You know, I've always said that we have cultivated the most educated audience on, on <laughs> online. So I'm very glad to see that happening, uh, guys. If you last chance to get super chats in, but please leave a thumbs up. We have a loaded week. We had the list in your boy today. We've had, of course, had RAW on Monday. I dropped an interview with Tommaso Champa this week. I'm going to have another interview this week. I don't even know who the hell I'm going to put out right now. But the distraction, biggest episode of the distraction of all time, I'm told, on Thursday, 3 p.m. Eastern, which follows a Tony Khan media call that I'm not sure I'm allowed to stream yet or not. (laughs) So that might be happening. Friday night, Robert is here with Kate Hensler to talk Dynamite and Rampage. Then Sunday night, Alex is here with Kate Hensler. I'm going to be going live with scrums, hopefully, if I'm allowed. Can't imagine I would be flying in if I wasn't allowed, but we'll see um so lots of stuff this weekend Sawyer says pop for cutler spraying marco off the cage like a cockroach in the corner
3: (laughs) man like like marco scaled that thing he
0: did like he should
3: only wrestle in cage matches where he where (laughs) escape is an option because he would win in like 15 seconds
0: and nerd guru wraps us up by saying in honor of nxt dying aw should run back one of the best matches from it black versus andrade Neither guy should could lose, but come on, give me that, please. I am bummed that there's no pack Andrade this week. Yeah, I'm, I'm,
3: I'm bummed. Like Andrade's put out like at all out Andrade versus question mark. I don't know if there's a plan to like have him wrestle somebody yeah. instead, but I, I I wouldn't mind seeing seeing a little bit Andrade Alito low on my screen against anybody.
0: Well, Alex, tell the people where they can uh, see you on their screens more often.
3: You can find me on the Twitter
0: at Alex
3: I do the Sour Grapp show on Fightful Select twice a week, uh, talking about uh, Raw and train wrecks that des- devolve into shoot fights uh, between the champion and a new contender because they forgot they created a contender last week and they're not going to talk about it at all. That never happened. Also, I talk about SmackDown, which is usually a better show. And then on Tuesdays, I talk about the worst show ever, which is NXT, which is now WWE, ECW mixed with the Michael McGillicuddy era. And oh my God, kill me now! And, and I'm you know so what? glad though that I have Kate Hensler, the Michael McGillicuddy
0: of Fightful, Kate Hensler. <laughs> so so
3: true. She is she is fantastic. Uh, uh, I, I think that we have a really good chemistry, and the people seem to really enjoy it. Um, so yeah, please tune in on Tuesdays after NXT. What's left of it.
0: Also, as Joel Pearl notes, an all-out watch-along on Twitch. There are all kinds of watch-alongs over on twitch.tv slash Fightful Gaming with a lot of great personalities. Check that out. Robert, what do you have going on?
2: Oh, This Friday, I will be hosting the post Rampage and SmackDown show with Ken Hensler. Maybe we'll work in some Michael McGillicuddy stuff because I just think that that's great. Alex, I do apologize for everything that you have to watch. I feel your pain. I do. <laughs> I can't wait until next week when I'm writing. Lily was controlling Nia Jax the whole time. (laughs) I cover Raw on this website, and that's what I do here. But I also talk into this microphone a lot. (laughs) And, you know, so go follow me on Twitter at Police and find out where else I'm talking into this microphone.
0: Lily's got hands is all (laughs) I know. (laughs)
3: I
2: love that idea. They're never going to do it, but Lily controlling Nia Jax
3: the whole time is a fantastic angle. Please do that. No, it's not.
0: No, it's not. No, it's not. It's a fantastic angle for your review.
3: For my my enjoyment. Surely for my enjoyment.
0: Guys, thank you all so much. Please leave a thumbs up on this video. I can't tell you how important that is. If you want to help us out a little bit more, besides subscribing to fightfulselect.com, I'm gonna drop some news over there this week. I'm and Miguel. Head over to Apple and iTunes and leave us a nice review over there. Most of our viewers come from YouTube, so it really helps when you guys go over to Apple and iTunes and leave us nice reviews because uh, that helps audio listeners find us even more. Thank you guys so much. Until next time, we're out